Welcome to episode 36 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I am so glad that you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage just about everything, you're absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced and also so you have a wonderful, cozy home. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And today we're going to talk about coziness. So I just finished working for the day. I'm working from home today because it's COVID. So I'm working from home every day. And it's a little chilly out and work just finished. And I just went to our basement and I curled up in just the coziest blanket. And it's warm and fuzzy and it's my favorite color. And it felt so comforting after a really hard work day. I think I must have had at least four meetings today and probably more. So after a really hard work day to just snuggle up in a great big comfortable chair and in a nice cozy blanket, it just changes everything. You can hear from my voice. I can even come and podcast and talk to you. And let me tell you, without that coziness and warmth, (laughs) I would not be podcasting right now. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to create coziness in your home. We're going to talk about little shifts that you can do. We're not going to be talking about redoing your whole house or anything crazy like that. Just little things you can do, kind of like I just described, a nice cozy blanket. Things that are really doable because I know you're a busy mom, you're like me, and you don't have time to totally remake your house, but we're not talking about that in this episode. We're going to talk about just the small things you can do, little things you can buy, an environment that you can create that's going to create that coziness, that warmth for you and for your family. Hello, my friend. It's so good to be in your ears again today. And I always love to tell you what inspired an episode because I'm always looking for inspiration. So the other day I come out into the living room and I just laughed. I wished I took a picture of it. If she does it again, I promise I'm going to take a picture of it. But I come into the living room and my daughter has pulled, it's a very big chair. It's not heavy, but it's really big and it's cozy. And she's pulled it right in front of the fireplace. Now we don't have a real fireplace. It's just electric and it's not even flames. When I say electric, it's just literally a heater inside the fireplace. So it's very safe. So she pulled this chair in front of the fireplace and she's about a foot away from it. And then from her room, she has this adorable shag carpet. It's probably maybe two feet round. It's really small. And she put it in front of the chair. And on top of that shag carpet, (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. It's so sweet. She took the stool. So we have this little plastic stool. It's ugly. You know, I use it in the kitchen to reach the top shelves. So she took the stool and she put it on the shag carpet and we're not done yet, right? She was so cute. She also took my laptop stand. So I have this just rickety old laptop stand that I got from Ikea, but she put it right next to the chair and on the laptop stand is a book and a drink. And of course, 
on the chair was her nice fuzzy blanket. It's actually a quilt that I had made for her. And like I said, I just bust out laughing. And it was just so sweet seeing this chair with everything set up. It's so cozy. And it reminded me of Huga. So what's Huga? <laughs> I looked up the pronunciation before I started podcasting, so I hope I got it right. So what is Huga? And I'm sure you've seen it everywhere. It's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. Okay, so it looks like it's spelled Hygie, but according to Google, it's pronounced Huga. So Huga is about creating this coziness, this coziness that my daughter does naturally that I had to work so hard to learn how to do. She just created this Huga. And I feel like Huga is so important and I was so glad to learn about it because you're like me, I'm sure. Well, actually, I hope you're not. Maybe you have a perfect home. I don't. But let me tell you, coziness that's different. So even if your home isn't perfectly decorated, I mean, really, <laughs> it's very rare to find somebody whose house is perfectly decorated. But even if yours isn't, you could still create this coziness that I'm talking about. To me, coziness is really, really important. And I actually took a decorating class a few years ago, and we had to name our decorating style. So we looked at dozens of pictures and we pulled out from the pictures what they all had in common. And for me, what I ended up with, it was actually kind of cool. So my decorating style was cozy elegance. That's what I called it because I noticed every single picture that I looked at had coziness to it, but it was also elegant because that's just what I like. I'm sure you can tell from my blog and from the colors I use, I do like elegant. And it's interesting because you know how you are one way is usually how you are in every single way. So I feel like cozy elegance doesn't just describe how I want my home, but it describes me. So when you're thinking about your cozy home and what you want, think of how you are. What works for you? If this is something that interests you, I'm going to share with you one of my favorite resources. And that's a book. It's called The Little Book of Huga, Danish Secrets to Happy Living. And of course, I'll link to it in the show notes. And this book really inspired me. And actually, my husband read it about a year after I did, and it inspired him too. Let me tell you, if you came into my house, you came up the steps, I have a split foyer, and you saw the dining room, the first thing you would say is, why on earth do you have a couch in your dining room? And my dining room is actually like a regular dining room, but it also has a sofa in it. So the sofa is right next to the kitchen. And can I just tell you that it is the coziest spot in my whole house? I know it's ridiculous that I have a sofa <laughs> in my dining room, but we read about it in the book, that little book of Huga. And they talk about creating these spaces, these corners in your house where you just want to go and curl up. And whenever I want to read a book, you guessed it, I go right to that couch. When my kids want to talk to me about anything, yep, right to that couch. Now that couch is really, really ugly and I should probably replace it with a new gorgeous couch, whatever. <laughs> probably not going to happen for a few years. 
But what makes it so cozy? Why does everybody want to sit on that couch? So first of all, it's in a very warm spot, like physically warm, because there's no windows around it. So in my living room where the couch is, there's the big bay window. So it's not cozy. It's not at all cozy. And the couch is leather, so it gets cold in the winter. But this couch is so nice and warm. And it's old. I mentioned it was ugly. So you can eat on it without feeling like, you know, (laughs) I'm going to yell at you. Because I'll yell at my kids if they eat on the leather couch. And it's right outside the kitchen. So I'm usually in the kitchen. So my kids this way feel like they're close to me because they're with me, but they're not with me. Can you tell the age of my kids by what I'm saying? So they kind of like to be near me, but not on top of me. So it's actually the perfect cozy spot. And now that I've read about this book and I know about the whole Huga concept, I'm not even embarrassed that I have a couch in my dining room. And can I just say that whenever I have guests over to eat, and I have guests over a lot when it's not COVID time, when people get tired, you know how after you eat, you get tired, they just go right to the couch. They may not even be a good friend, whoever it is. That couch is so inviting that after you eat, you just go there. So let's talk about what you can do to create a cozy environment. What do you need to have some huga in your home, especially when it's cold outside? So I think that huga actually starts with lighting. Remember I was telling you about my daughter and the fireplace? So the fireplace is electric, but it does have a light. So she did have that light going and she had dimmed the lights to the living room. That's another reason why as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe my 10-year-old did this. It was incredible. But imagine, let's say it's 8.30 at night and all the lights in the house are lit up. Maybe it looks even brighter at your house at 8.30 at night than it did at 10 a.m. Now, that is not cozy, right? So that's why I feel like the lighting is the first place to start. So what we did when we wanted to create this cozy house environment is we changed all of our lights to make them dimmable. So if you don't want to go through all that work, you can also use lamps instead of overhead lights. What we do in the kitchen, now my husband loves to do this. I don't have patience for this. But what he does is instead of turning on the big overhead light in the kitchen, he turns on all the under cabinet lighting. And it looks so beautiful, but yeah, it takes 30 seconds to do it. And you know, I'm a busy mom. (laughs) But the effect is so beautiful when it's just cozy and not so bright. I love it. I love it. I love it. Lighting also involves fire. Now, if you're listening to my podcast, you may have young kids. So electric fires are just fine, okay? So if you even want to have a candle and have it be an electric candle, you know, who cares? (laughs) Let's not be all technical here and say that the fire has to be real in order to create that cozy environment. That's for perfectionists. We don't need that, okay? (laughs) So the first thing to do when you want to create this cozy environment is to just notice the lighting and think about what you can do to adjust it so it just feels cozy. So it feels nice and warm and inviting. 
And if you want to buy yourself a candle or an electric candle, that would be amazing. And during the day, because, you know, coziness is not just something that happens at night. So during the day, especially if it's cold out, I like to bring in the sunlight, the natural light. So beautiful. Okay, so my next suggestion, the first one was the lighting. My next suggestion is that when you buy something, you buy something that's beautiful, even if it's a functional item. And if you've listened to all my episodes, you may have heard my one on minimalism. And I really believe in this. So sometimes we need things in our home, things that aren't exactly exciting. But why not make them beautiful? The reason why older homes and antiques and these older English country homes are so beautiful is because even functional items are beautiful. I love going on Etsy and looking at older clocks and lamps and books and all kinds of things that are functional, but are so incredibly beautiful. And this is something to start slowly with, okay? So I don't want you to go out and just replace everything in your home with a more beautiful version, but just have it be a new mindset. So when you're buying anything, even things that seem boring, like a laundry basket, let's say, buy the prettiest you can find. So my example are my measuring spoons. I love this store. It's called Pier One. And years ago, they had the most adorable measuring spoons. They were made out of bamboo. Every spoon is a different color, and it just was so beautiful. And I remember at the time, they were expensive for measuring spoons. It felt ridiculous to pay that amount for measuring spoons. And you know, in hindsight, it wasn't even that much money, but it just felt ridiculous to me. But I remember buying the measuring spoons and thinking to myself, that even small things I should really enjoy. And I still use the measuring spoons today. They're my only set. And every time I use them, I smile. Can I just tell you, every single time, I love these measuring spoons. And just as an aside, one of the spoons got broken and I was so upset. So now I've learned my lesson and they had matching measuring cups. And you know what I did the next time? Yeah, I bought two sets and I have one in the closet because I like them that much. But my point is only buy things that you love if you can, because it also creates this environment of coziness. Plastic stuff, that my friend, does not age well, right? Like old plastic becomes brittle. It's not going to be on Etsy and antique most probably. I shouldn't say never because who knows? But I like to buy things that are made out of something like wood or metal or like a real item, not plastic. I'll give you another example of this. So we needed a new broom in the house. And instead of going to Target, my husband knew that we were going to Lancaster. So he said, let's wait to get the new broom until we go to Lancaster. And we got a handmade broom. But let me tell you, it is gorgeous and rustic, and it is fun to use. It's a handmade item in today's world. It's so cool. Here's a tip for you, just something so simple you could do. But if you use a cleaning product, 
Let's say a non-toxic one. Okay, I would not want you to do this with a toxic, dangerous cleaning product. But let's say you use a cleaning product, maybe put it in a glass container instead of the ugly container it's in. I make my own bathroom cleaner and I have a beautiful container. It's a glass spray bottle and it just makes me happy every time I use it. And I even went on Etsy and I got a special vinyl sticker that says bathroom cleaner and kitchen cleaner. So I know which is which. And it's, again, it's so simple. It only costs maybe two or three dollars, but it's so beautiful, right? Instead of an old plastic bathroom cleaner, I have this gorgeous glass one. But again, I want you to be really careful because you have to be safe. So don't put something toxic into another container and then people won't know what it is. Okay, so I use non-toxic cleaners and mine are very, very well labeled so everybody knows what it is. But that's just an example of something so simple you could do that will make a warm, cozy environment that you're not surrounded by ugly stuff. You're surrounded by beautiful things. Okay, my next suggestion on how to create a cozy home is something I absolutely love to do. If you know me personally, you know that you can come to my house and you will find this almost every time you come to my house. And that, my friend, is homemade food. It creates such a warm environment when you have stuff that you've made yourself, right? And I actually learned about this by accident because I was telling my sister about a friend of mine who has such a lovely home, and I mentioned how beautiful it was, and I also mentioned that I had to bring my own food because my friend doesn't cook. (laughs) And my sister said, what do you mean? She doesn't cook? I said, yeah, she doesn't cook, so I had to bring the food. And my sister said, well, Rena, no matter how beautiful her home is, it's not a cozy home. She said, a cozy home is one where you have homemade food. And I'll never forget that because I thought this home was gorgeous and was so perfect, but she was right. It didn't have that coziness, that feeling of warmth and welcome, which is what I'm trying to describe to you today on how to create a home that feels that way. I mean, imagine a home that's messy because in the kitchen, somebody was making some delicious chocolate chip cookies and I have amazing recipes for chocolate chip cookies. Imagine that feeling when you come in the house and you have that smell of real cookies cooking in the oven. You have happy faces of kids and the family And you just feel so comfortable in that house, don't you? There's nothing like it. So my sister is absolutely right. She's very wise, probably much, much wiser than me. So that's what I was telling you. When you create a cozy home, you don't even have to buy anything. It's the environment that you're creating. It's the dimming of the lights. It's the homemade treats or whatever you're serving. So yummy, so cozy. Now, another thing you can do to create a cozy environment is to have living things in it. And I'm working on this. I'm a work in progress because I kill all my plants. But plants really do create coziness. I noticed I was looking through all these pictures on Pinterest and I went back and I noticed that every picture I liked had a plant. And you know in my decorating style that I do like coziness. 
so I need to learn how to keep plants alive longer. And my tip for you, and I've actually kept plants alive for about a year and a half, which is the longest I've ever done it. And the way I've done this, my tip for you is that I have a watering day. So every Friday is my plant watering day, and I have it written in my planner, and I have a reminder on my phone, and that's really helped me keep these plants alive. I mean, they may not be looking so great, but at least they're alive. So living things are really, really important to create that cozy environment. Another thing that I suggest is to have blankets. Oh, blankets. They're so great for that coziness. I was telling you that my daughter even takes her blanket right off of her bed. It's cozy. It's the one that I made for her. I talked about that on my episode on retreats. I went on a quilt retreat and over a weekend, I made her and my other daughter these wonderful, warm, cozy blankets. They're made out of the softest material. It was such a pain to sew, can I just say. (laughs) They're very thick and soft. But go ahead and buy these blankets. You know, don't use old blankets that are scratchy and ugly or whatever. All you really need is one or two. You don't need a ton of them. So I have a really nice one. It's just so soft. It's my favorite color. It's teal. And everybody is always taking it. So I eventually got my kids their own blankets that they could take because I didn't want them taking my special blanket. So that's something so simple that you could do, right? Just buy a blanket and it'll make such a difference in the coziness of your home. Just imagine yourself curled up like I just was an hour ago. When I finished with work, I curled up in a nice comfy chair with my favorite cozy blanket. Yummy. Can I just tell you, absolute, absolute yumminess. It doesn't get much better than that. Now, a lot of people also like to have pillows. I feel a little differently about that because to me, pillows look like clutter. I don't know why, because pillows would probably be wonderful in my home, but they look like clutter to me. So I personally do not have a lot of pillows. But if that works for you, that could also create a really nice cozy environment. And you know what else creates the best environment? Music. Don't ever forget the music. If you have TV going 24-7, I have friends who do that. That, my friend, I'm sorry to say, not cozy. Really, really not cozy, especially if it's the news. Turn that off. You do not need to see that. What I like to do is I like to have Pandora playing nice, soft music. So nourishing, right? We need that nourishing. I keep telling you, you're a busy working mom. You need to nourish yourself. And music is one of the easiest ways to do that because you don't have to do anything, right? You could be doing something totally different. You could be making dinner. You could be dealing with your kids, whatever it is you're doing, and you can have soft music going and that is nourishing your soul. And of course, it's also creating a cozy home environment. So I find music is really, really important. And so I like classical music, and it's actually been proven to calm the mind. So it's good for you. Really, really good for you and creates such a beautiful, cozy, peaceful feeling in the house. So, so far in this episode, we've talked about things you could buy, things you can set up in your home, 
But now let's talk about the pink elephant in your room, the thing that's keeping you from feeling cozy. And I hate to bring it up in this beautiful episode, but my friend, clutter, that's taking away the coziness. And I'm just as guilty as you are. We're all guilty of this. But removing clutter is also really, really important to creating that cozy, warm environment. And one way you can do this, one way that I like to do it, is to buy a basket and just shove all the clutter in there. So we have the split foyer I mentioned, and we have things that need to go downstairs. And we now keep a basket upstairs and we put all the stuff in the basket that needs to go downstairs. So all that clutter that used to be by the railing waiting to go downstairs is now in an adorable little basket. So that's what I recommend to you just to help with some of that clutter and to create that cozy feeling. But truthfully, the real way to get rid of clutter is to get rid of clutter. But that's for another episode. All right. What's the last thing we haven't talked about? We've talked about lighting and music and the warmth of blankets. What about the sense of smell? You all know I'm into essential oils. Smells can be really, really powerful. Essential oils, I love them because they not only smell good, but they actually clean up the air. They can kill germs, you know, all the good stuff, okay? And I have a freebie for you. I love having freebies. I have a PDF on some yummy diffuser recipes that you can use to create a beautiful, cozy home, one that feels happy and warm. And this is really good because I told you that making homemade food creates coziness. But if you don't have time to do that, (laughs) I have some recipes for you that smell like food. They smell like cinnamon and clove and all kinds of yummy things. So go ahead, download that, enjoy it, and go ahead and create some coziness in your home. You see the things that I told you, they're not a big deal, right? Get a blanket, get rid of some clutter, diffuse an essential oil. These things are really, really simple. Creating coziness, it's not this huge thing like redecorating your house. It's just these little tweaks. And they're so important, especially as it gets colder. We need to nourish ourselves, right? We need to take care of ourselves to feel cozy, happy, comfortable, and creating that cozy home environment is such a big part of it because your physical space really affects your mental. It really does. So if you feel cozy and warm and nurtured, mentally, you're going to feel the same. And that, my friend, is what I want for you. And that is the purpose of today's episode to get you into that mental state where you just feel happy and in a good place. Now go create some Huga. Haiga? Huga? Higa? (laughs) Haiji? Go get yourself some. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, come check out my one-on-one programs where we take the challenges you face every day and learn to deal with them so you can be calmer, less stressed, and of course, have more balance in your life. Go to balancedworkingmoms.com slash services. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next time.